Hello, hello. Welcome to episode 17 of the At Least You Didn't podcast. I'm Caroline Verdon. I'm Annabelle Buckland. And just so you know, this is the penultimate episode. Ooh. That means after this one, you've only got one left of series one. Because we'll be back in September with series two, you lucky little thing. We hope you enjoy this episode of delicious, hilarious treats for your ears. If this is the first time you've listened, congratulations on having a life. This is how it works. <laughs> so Annabelle and I uh, met at a radio station way back when. Uh, we were both radio presenters and we shared between us our love of just finding out about each other's disastrous lives because it made us feel better about our own. And during lockdown, this took a whole new twist. We would repeatedly WhatsApp each other stories of just our absolute disasters just to make each other feel better. And we decided, why keep this to ourselves? Let's share the wealth. So we decided to do a podcast and what we did is we each wrote down our own At Least You Didn't stories, uh, put them in a bag, posted it to the other one, started a Zoom call with a bit of gin and a bit of tonic and one by one just read through the At Least You Didn't and... We made a beautiful podcast. Basically, yes. Uh, So on this podcast, there are some stories from lockdown, there are some stories from way back when and there are also some little new ones for you as well. Coming up on this week's episode, at least you didn't do the wrong thing at the spa. Ignore the obvious instructions. Or get the wrong address. At least you didn't kick a baby. I tried to snog the vicar. At least you didn't show the bin many knickers. It could be worse. At least you didn't do the wrong thing at the spa. (laughs) So, um... I'm not very girly. I don't really know what to do at spas and salons and things like that. And I I do get my nails done every now and then. But honestly, the first time I ever got my nails done, I was 27. And I've probably only had them done 20 times in my whole life. I just... such a specific number. Well, I just mean like... like, What's what's the measure of how girly you are? Do you have to get them done like... No, I I just mean that I feel sort of uncomfortable in places of, in in places like beauticians and salons and yeah, I feel like everyone's looking at me going, what is she doing here? Oh, Caroline. Sorry, this isn't meant to be a therapy session. It's turned a bit weird. I'm worried I'm going to have to start paying you. Um, so basically, I went away with Rob, and this is when we were just dating, uh, and we had a camper van, and (laughs) this is when all the good stories are gone. And he is a really big Formula One fan. And he wanted to go to a place in Belgium called Spa, where there's a huge Formula One track. And he wanted to go and spend lots of money on tickets and go and watch the Formula One. I mean, I could take it or leave it. It's just cars going around a track. But I'm happy to get involved and to, to go watch it. Why not? But if that was meant to be the highlight of our holiday, if in Spa, surely we ought to go to a spa. And he went, yeah. yeah, all right, like, let's do it. And I was like, brilliant. So I looked online and I found just the most amazing spa. They had a couple's package and it was an all day package. It was really expensive. But I thought, if we're going to do it, let's absolutely go for let's it. Let's go all out. Yeah. So we'd done the Formula One part of the trip and that was wonderful and I quite enjoyed it and it was good. And the following day, after having slept in a camper van for about two weeks on a little journey to get there, was spa day. 
And we got to the spa and it was insane. It was like just the most peaceful place in the world. It had maybe 15, 20 different pools and whirlpools and hot tubs and steam rooms and rain rooms and monsoon rain rooms and aromatherapy rooms. Like, it was extraordinary. They even had a room which was just for sleeping. So if you just wanted to go for a nap and you <laughs> like, and it was at like the perfect temperature and they had like these huge, like no, no duvet covers. It wasn't rude, but they had like these huge sort of beds that you could lay on. Oh man, it was like, what it was. Mean it wasn't rude. No duvet covers. It wasn't rude. Well, as in it wasn't, you know, for it was to like, just lie down, relax and have a snooze. That's definitely not what I was thinking. Oh, okay. Well, I'm just, you know, look, I'm, I'm not, I'm not a frequenter of spas that often. I, can I you see, know, I can see you're yeah. not. <laughs> so, um, so it came to the point in the day that we were gonna, you know, go and have some some stuff done. Could you clarify? Could you clarify whether <laughs> yeah. this is platonic stuff, please? Because I'm not sure anymore. Stop it. Um, it, it turned out that even though like we'd booked like a couples package, you didn't actually do any of it together. Oh. One of the things we'd booked was an all-over body massage, but he was in one room and I was in another. It's a bit weird. Now, right. we're in Belgium. My cousins are from Belgium. I'm quite comfortable with the country. My French is okay. But the weird thing about Belgium is that half the country speak French and half the country speak Flemish. And where we were... They speak what? Flemish. Flemish? Yeah. Is that made no, up? No, no, it's real. It's real. I cannot speak Flemish. I did not know what they were saying to me. And so we basically... I've never heard of that language in my life. <laughs> so they showed Rob off into this side room and they showed me off into a different side room. And this lady hands me like a piece of paper with some elastic attached, sort of points at my clothes to say clothes off and walks out the okay. room. So I'm like, right, okay, here we go. So she's given me one thing. And it is a piece of paper. Let's say it's it's in like a rectangle. It's about two inches wide at one end, half inches wide at the other end. And what are you meant to do with that? All in all, it's like, I don't know, about the same width as a A4 piece of paper. What are you meant to do with that? Right. Attached to it is two pieces of elastic. So I'm looking at it, looking at it and I'm thinking, boob tube. So, so I'm thinking that's what she wants me to do. Like she wants me to like cover the old nipples. Why on earth she thinks one is bigger than the other? I just do not know. But I'll have you know, they are perfectly symmetrical. So anyway, I get completely butt naked and I somehow squeeze myself into this boob tube. It has not left a lot of room for the bazookas, let me tell you. And one boob is covered and the other boob really isn't because it's smaller at one end. It's very awkward. And <laughs> I just sort of stand there thinking, I don't really know what I'm And I'm your bum is naked. My bum is out there. My bum's out there. So I just stand there with myself in this boob tube and a naked bum. And she walks in, audibly gasps. <laughs> And then points at the old lady bits and points at the boob tube and the lady bits in the boob tube and just says, I give two minutes. And that is when it dawns on me 
that she hadn't given me a boob tube and what I was currently wearing around my breasts was a pair of pants. (laughs) How humiliating. And so I somehow get out of it. But then I'm faced with the conundrum of which way round is it meant to go? Am I meant to have the wider part of what we now know is the gusset of a pair of pants at the front or at the back? I mean, how do you normally put pants on every day, Caroline? Okay, I'll tell you how I put them on. The wider part of my pants is at the back and it covers my bottom. Yeah. Yeah. So I thought that's what I'll do. So I start getting into them and I (laughs) realise... It is quite uncomfortable. And it's quite uncomfortable, Annabelle. Because it's a G-string. What? So I've got my bottom covered, but then this piece of elastic... (laughs) Just coming up between the old lips. But I'm still not 100% convinced that I'm wrong. I just don't know at this point. And I just... Oh, and I just... that's making me clench my legs. And I just think the best thing I can do right now is just get on the bed and crack on with it. Because whatever happens, I'm not going to be comfortable in this massage. And it's not going to be a relaxing experience. Um, she walked in. And she just went, oh, no. <laughs> um, and then went, and then just cracked on. <laughs> so uh, I had a one hour full body massage. Whilst flossing your own vag. <laughs> yeah. Um, I wonder what they gave Rob. Well, Rob at the end of his got ushered into this shower and he stood in this shower but rather than use the shower himself this lady then got out a hose and basically made him stand there with his hands in the air whilst completely butt naked as she hosed all of him down and I mean all of him where did you go Caroline (laughs) where did you go because I don't think it was a spa I just really don't At least you didn't ignore the obvious instructions. Oh yeah, I do this all the time. I've got no time for instructions, Caroline. No time at all. I'm a smart, intelligent woman. I can work out how things need to be used without reading a pamphlet. (laughs) Or so I thought. So, the other week, you may remember, it was blooming hot. It was was, absolutely... Scorchio. So I was out for a run in the morning. Did I mention I run? <laughs> I mean, only and, a couple um, of times. Yeah. So I was wearing a pair of shorts that they're either new or I haven't run in them before. You know, I have some shorts. Some shorts are good for gym. Some shorts are good for running. Some some are just good for nothing. And I was wearing <laughs> this pair of shorts and I obviously haven't run in them before. And I'd set out to do like a medium run. I wanted to go and do 10K. I wanted to just get that bosh done for the week I so i went out at like medium run <laughs> <laughs> i mean medium to long okay right you're just showing off fine yeah <laughs> i 
just, just really worried that there's loads of athletes listening to this and uh, like a 10k is just like a little little sprint anyway i'm i'm at about 6k and i'm starting to get the dreaded chafage between the old thighs the thighs yeah tops of the thighs and i'm on a loop so there's no way of like i can't just turn back and i, I have to basically finish the the route that i'm on or get an uber <laughs> Don't have Uber in Oxford, Caroline. We're far too posh for that. (laughs) Um, So I started to get this horrible chafing and I was just getting really annoyed. And then because my my legs were chafing, I was then trying to widen my stance. I was basically like (laughs) (laughs) waddling at speed. Running like John Wayne might in a Western. Yeah, yeah. Or like I'd had an accident. Um, And I thought, I can't wait to get home. I know exactly what I'm going to do. In our freezer, we've got this like squidgy gel pack that's in the freezer for, you know, first aid emergencies. And I know it's there because every time I open the freezer to get oven chips out, I can't resist giving a little squidge. And I thought, (laughs) I know how amazing that is going to feel when I shove it between my legs when I get home. Shove that between your legs, pop some oven chips on. What a perfect (laughs) afternoon. (laughs) So I got in and the chafage was was really, really raging at this point. I looked at my inner thighs and they looked like I'd gone at them with a Brillo pad. It was not a pretty sight. Got the squidgy gel ice pack out of the freezer, sat down on the kitchen chair, shoved it between my legs, clamped them closed absolute heaven it was so cooling and so soothing so i just sat there with my phone finished posted my strava did my instagram story because if it doesn't go on socials it didn't happen (laughs) i was having a lovely time catching up with some whatsapps and um, then i thought oh i can't really feel my legs or groin area so i'm gonna have a little investigation see what's going on down here and i peeled my legs open and as I did so I could see you know when you like if you'd stuck a sticker on your skin and you pull it off slowly or a plaster and you pull the plaster off slowly you can see the skin sort of in slow motion separate from the adhesive of the plaster that was what was happening as I peeled Uh, this gel pack away from my legs and I looked down at my legs they look like candles (laughs) the skin had gone white and rock hard to the point where when I tapped my nails on the skin, you could actually hear it tapping on the skin and I couldn't feel it. And then as the seconds went by, I could sort of see it before my very eyes raise up into this big kind of almost like a blister. Oh my God. Yeah, and then I thought... It done that then so i started squishing at it and i could basically oh, fold no. my skin <laughs> annabelle you're giving yourself second degree burns i was folding my skin and i looked at the ice pack and it says in capital letters right at the top never place ice pack directly onto bare skin which is exactly what i had done and sat with it waxifying my legs i then googled it Apparently, you can get ice burns. Didn't know that. And if it's blistering, that's like a second degree burn. Yeah. 
I did consider that I might actually have to go to hospital, but I thought I'll just leave it a few hours. And luckily throughout the day, it did go down. But PSA, don't put ice packs directly on your skin because it basically freezes the water in your cells and breaks your skin cells down. What a science lesson, eh? Thanks, Annabelle. <laughs> I'm 30 years old. <laughs> At least you didn't accidentally get the wrong address. Okay, so this is fresh. And by fresh, I mean this happened approximately half an hour ago. And I'm in a bit of a pickle. You know when you go to order something online and... You know me, I'm quite impatient. Um, <laughs> Once you've ordered it, you want it yeah, 10 minutes ago. Yeah, there's none of this five to seven working days. I'm afraid I'm that person who always upgrades. It doesn't matter what the cost is to, I or want next day delivery. Oh, it just doesn't matter. I just want <laughs> next day delivery. Um, so I ordered something for next day delivery. So, it, you know, it could arrive within what? 10 hours from this point yeah. that we're recording. Great. Not great. So when I went through the whole process of what address is it going to, I didn't really look very clearly. And I've accidentally ordered something to the last address I sent something to. The last address was my old workplace. And my boss, my ex-boss, had just had a baby. And so I sent my ex-boss some baby clothes as like a, you know, welcome little baby gift. Yeah, suck up, give me a pay rise. Exactly, yeah. Instead I lost my job. But we'll, you know, we'll bypass that. Um, <laughs> but so I have accidentally sent him, addressed to him, to the building I used to work in, what it was I was ordering online. Okay. It's got to be bad, isn't it? It's going to be bad. We want Ann Summers. No, it's definitely not sexy. And why would I from Ann Summers have sent something for a baby? <laughs> oh, yeah. Think this through. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> so it's from a department store. Let's just say that. That stocks everything. Okay. okay. Now, <laughs> I have been trying to be a little bit more eco in my life. And yeah. I've done things like... I try not to use cling film anymore. I've bought some like mm -hmm. covers for your bowls of food that you can reuse yeah. and wash and stuff like that. Um, and I try to not buy things that are covered in plastic. And I'm really trying. Yeah, so, I've gone plastic plastic free with the uh, with my razors, and I just see, got a plastic free deodorant. See exactly all these things. I'm like I'm really trying bit by bit to just get a little bit better. And one of the things that I thought I would try was being a little bit more eco-friendly in the lady department and the lady department do you mean ovaries um do you mean the womb no i, I haven't tried to get an eco-free womb i have tried <laughs> i've what basically that even look like? I've no idea i've basically <laughs> tried i <laughs> I can't even bring myself to say it and then picture this whole scene together. It's too horrific. I've, I, I'm just going to spit it out. I've decided I don't really want to be buying like tampons anymore because, yeah. you know, the environment. And I've got a couple of friends who had bought period pants. 
Yes, um, I've got friends who rave, and they about rave them. about them, don't they? And they're just yeah. reusable pants that you can wear time and time again, and you just wash. And I thought, well, do you know what? Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! No, Caroline! I'll give it a go. So, um, winging its way to my ex boss. Oh my um, god! Are a pair. Um, and it, they're not even small. And I know that shouldn't make it worse, but it absolutely does. A pair of size 24 period pants. No explanation. <laughs> Just addressed to him. <laughs> Do you know what, though? It would be even worse if... It had your name on it. I don't know if it will. Will it have my name on it because it's my account? I haven't sent it as a gift. So, you know. <laughs> oh, my God. It probably has his name on the envelope, but it'll have your, um, there'll be an invoice in there and it'll have your my name, name on, on it. it. So he's definitely going to know it's from you. And then what? And then what's he going to do? Phone me. Hi, Caroline. Your massive pants have arrived. <laughs> I know I've not spoken for a while. <laughs> So I, I've tried to contact them and I've looked at, uh, like I've messaged them on Twitter, but they're closed. They don't have any customer services people now. And my email technically says dispatched, but it was only half an hour after I sent it. So I'm hoping that's a lie. I'm praying with every fibre of my being that that is a lie. Um, it says they open, like they, they have people back on at 8am in the morning. I'm setting my phone for 7.45 so that at 8am I will be on the blower to them saying, Make it stop! <laughs> Make it stop! <laughs> oh God, Annabelle, what if my name's on it? Oh my God, you're going to have to update us next week. <laughs> Is it deemed sexual harassment to send your ex-boss pants through the post? I don't know. Uh, we'll, uh, we'll look into that. We'll get our legal team in there. <laughs> At least you didn't kick a baby. I tried to snog the vicar. At least you didn't show the bin many knickers. It could be worse. Well done for reaching almost the end of episode 17. Because it turns out that on episode 17, something very exciting is about to happen. Very exciting for you, Caroline. Now, <laughs> you may remember... On last week's episode, we told you that Caroline's basically not sleeping at night because <laughs> she discovered that our podcast has been listened to in every continent in the world. I mean, great. Let's just be happy with that. But no, apart from Antarctica. Yeah. This doesn't sit well with you, does it, Caroline? No, it does not. Uh, and so I started the search. But could I find anyone in Antarctica? No, uh, because there's not really anyone there because it's winter at the moment and therefore all the researchers and scientists have gone back home. However, last week you may remember a very weird story about my husband losing a pair of glasses whilst on a ferry in Southampton. It caused him to end up texting the ferry company and the response he got from the owner of the ferry company was, I'm so sorry, I can't help you right now but I will pass the information on and I can't help you because I'm in Antarctica. So I did what all clinically unstable people do and I text that man in Antarctica and said... Please, will you come and have a chat with us on our podcast? I feel like you should be the person to reveal this exciting development, Caroline, because guess what? 
Antarctica Mike is with us right now. Hello, Antarctica Mike. Hello. Hi, Yay! Mike. Hey. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Yeah, we're good, thank you. We're excited, um, Mike. We're very excited. <laughs> so we've got to ask you first, whereabouts are you? I'm currently at Rotherham Research Station, which is on the Antarctic Peninsula. Um, so I am south of Chile, the bottom of South America in Chile. So I'm yeah. in Antarctica in that zone down there. And what what are you doing there? Because not a lot <laughs> of people are there. No, so um, I, so I'm at Rotherham Research Station. So it's the British Antarctic Survey Station, which is here for science. Um, we're wintering at the moment. So there's 23 of us on station. Um, normally in the summer, there's a hundred plus, and scientists come from all around the world, and they do their science projects here. Um, so I am the what they call the field diving officer. I am in charge of running the diving operations for the science uh, in Antarctica. So we get into the sea and the uh, guys do their science experiments and basically global warming stuff, temperatures, things growing under the water, iceberg movements. Um, If I remember rightly, I think they even discovered on this station the hole in the ozone layer. So that's a science, quite a famous thing. Yeah, that's pretty so big. That's, what, that's where that was found, and also I think as well, I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure it was the microplastics in the water that was discovered here as well. Wow. Um, wow. So there's been some big, big sciencey sort of projects here. So if my creepy research serves me right, in the UK you are a diving instructor, but how did you go from that to suddenly living in Antarctica? <laughs> So it's quite interesting, actually. I teach commercial diving, so professional diving. And I was teaching the station operations so that he could dive here because you have to have certain qualifications to enable you to dive here. Um, so I was teaching him. We got on quite well. And he asked if I would come down uh, in 2016 and do a audit on their diving operations, which I did. Um, and then I've been sort of working for the British Antarctic Survey freelance since then. Um, so I was asked in, well, I think it was February, as if I would come down in winter um, down here. So I'm here until mid-October. Wow. And as a sideline, also own the pink ferry <laughs> down in Hamble. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, quite different, isn't it? Yeah. It's so bizarre about how incredible, how incredible. Is it lonely there? We're, we're completely isolated. There, like I said, there's 23 of us on station at the moment. Um, we all have our different areas of expertise. Uh, but there's people like there's electricians, there's plumbers, there are maintenance guys, there are scientists, um, cook, um, a meteorologist, IT guys. Um, so there's there's a, always a broad, an IT guy. Um, spectrum of people. Yeah, always. Yeah. <laughs> and what do you do for fun? Because I imagine the idea of like a snowball fight probably is exciting for day one and then that's it, you're, you're done. You're done. Uh, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm cured of snowball fights. Yeah, yeah cannot be bothered. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, there's a, there's a lot to do here. And, and recreation is really important. Um, so we can do many, many, many things here in our spare time. Um, we go snowboarding, skiing, climbing, crevasse, ice climbing. Wow. Uh, I, know, ski, I thought you were just going to say Netflix. Hiking, camping. <laughs> There are no Netflix here. Um, what? So <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> um, so there's, no Netflix. there's a big hard drive full of um, downloaded... Don't tell us what. Don't tell us. We don't want to know. No, we Mike. don't want to know what's up there. It's a government organisation. <laughs> there is nothing dodgy. 
<laughs> everything's monitored so no it's fine but there is a huge drive of i don't know tv shows and there's enough films to last your lifetime down here have you got um, shrek yes yeah that's on the drive you're fine Thank then. God. all of them you're showing off now <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's it's so weird how we came across you, uh, like a twist of fate weird. Um, mm. And we are, we're going to be honest, desperate for somebody to listen to the podcast in Antarctica. Um, mm-hmm. Will you be our hero and listen to our podcast? Oh, God, this is so tense. Okay. Yay! <laughs> yes thank Woo-hoo! you so much Mike. so hopefully next week we will be celebrating the fact that our podcast will have been listened to across all continents of the globe which will be super exciting pretty much just for me you're not even bothered i are am you? utterly convinced that any podcasters who reach the lofty heights of having their podcast listened to in all continents of the world Get a letter from the Queen. <gasps> I thought you were going to say Santa. <laughs> uh, coming up That's on next, yeah, coming up on next week's episode, many, many more at least you didn't stories, which I promise you will be funny. But also, and at least you didn't story from Antarctica, Mike. <laughs> oh, the gifts just keep on coming. Uh-huh.